and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. 98.7 FM. Arizona's Sports Station. Yeah, Phoenix Suns begin training camp today in preparation of the 2022-23 season. They had media day yesterday. There was certainly a mood around that media day. And uh, joining us now is a man who was uh, right in the middle of that mood from ESPN and Anscape. Mark J. Spears joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Oh, man, living dreams. <laughs> More on that mood yesterday. You were right in the middle of it. and Look, you expected there to be a, a lot of heavy issues to be dealt with at Suns Media Day. Painful exit from the playoffs, an owner who's selling the team, a, a starter that doesn't want to be there anymore. I mean, how do you sum up all of it? You know, what? I, I think everything was a side note to Sarver. Um, I, I'm sure they would have just preferred to deal with the other stuff. And um, I'm guessing after yesterday, they're just going to deal with the other stuff. It was, um, you know, kind of a dour day. Usually media days are energetic, fun, and exciting. I don't care if your team's a championship caliber, they're trash. (laughs) Right. There's usually an excitement there. But I I think with each person that walked up, especially – you know, Monty and James and, and the three stars, you're, you're, well, the four stars, you're probably walking up there like, all right, am I ready? Am I going to say the right thing? A lot of nervousness, yeah. you know, and so understandably so. This is a nightmarish situation. It's not over yet. Um, what perhaps made it a little bit easier is that it's public that he's going to sell the team. But to try to put in perspective what happened, the pain it caused in Greater Phoenix, the organization, the people that work there, like, you know, God bless them for for doing the best they could to try to try to explain that. Uh, especially since the basketball team has taken a little bit of criticism for not speaking out in real time when the Baxter Holmes story first dropped, I think, to a man. Uh, They expressed views that, well, that's not the Robert Sarver I know. Given all of that, do you think that they they said all the right things yesterday? Yeah, I, I think they were actually, from a PR standpoint, probably pretty smart. You know, if they were in, uh, I think Chris Paul said yesterday, it, it, and I, I, you know, I could have been taken out of context, but he described this uh, Starling, Ster, oh, no, no, Donald Ster, Sterling situation being different than Sarver. And I think what he meant by that was, you know, Sterling happened when the season was going on, mm-hmm. whereas Sarver happened when they were out of season, or at least the report came out when they were out of season. So they didn't have to address it. They weren't around. They're still on there, like, off season. And then it also gave them more time to prepare for media day. Um, So I I think in terms of, you know, responding to it, it gave everybody a chance to kind of collect their thoughts, to practice. So, yeah, I I don't think anybody had any, you know, missteps. I thought everybody was – Focus, Monty, uh, the, the Dwayne Rankin is doing an amazing job covering the Suns out there. You know, he he tried to come in like light, <laughs> like, "Hey, Monty, how was your summer?" And he's like, "All right, what's the segue?" Like, Monty was ready to go. <laughs> like, Monty was ready to talk about it, man. Like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah, I fished and it was dope. You know, I saw my family a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's get let's get to the elephant in the room. So I, I do think for those media people. 
They go to practice today. The mood will be a lot lighter. Um, it, it will probably feel better. Uh, and I'm sure they're not going to say much about it until Sarver actually sells the team. Yep. Mark J. Spears from ESPN and Anscape, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, another mood type uh, question. Uh, the, the mood around DeAndre Ayton, who this offseason, yeah. he got his max deal. It was not the smoothest way to get there. He had to go to restricted free yeah. agency and get an offer sheet. But he's normally a pretty happy, chipper guy, and he was the opposite of that yesterday. What, what did you make of that? Do you think that was just maybe disdain for, for media treatment that he got this summer after the playoff exit? You know, that's, that's a good question because I did talk to him after he got the deal. Um I'm sure there's a little, and and you know what, you could probably answer that question better than me because I wasn't reading what they were saying locally every day. But I I do know that the fact that you lose the year of your contract probably was a little bothersome, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That you had to go through this process of signing with the Pacers. And, you know, he's a proud guy, sensitive guy. So, I mean, that fifth year is a lot of money. (laughs) So I, I got the sense from talking to him that he's really going to be businesslike. I don't. I don't think it's going to affect how he plays, or, but I, I think he feels like, all right, this really is a business. It's not just family, and like I, I think that's where perhaps he changed is he sees the business side, and now he probably will be more businesslike as well and realize that at any point he could be traded at any point they could make a business decision. So I hopefully that joyous fun guy is back, man. I like that dude. Yeah. I like that. We dude. all do. And, yeah. um, but it, it certainly, maybe it did change him a little how, how, you know, and I, I understand what the sons were doing, but, I guess we got to respect how he felt about it, too. Jay Crowder has been a very valuable piece to this team um, for most of his stay in Phoenix, and now they're in a real weird limbo where he's not with the team, where they're trying to get a trade put together for him. Miami still needs a power forward. He seems to want to go there. What what do you make of the way this whole thing is going down? I think it's unfortunate for both sides because, you know, I'm wondering, like, well, did they say something to him about his role? going into camp that he didn't like, like this is something that probably should have been handled like uh, before draft night. Right. You know, maybe, maybe there could have been something then you had months and months and months to trade him. So suddenly there's a unhappiness and a want out right when you're about to start camp. Like what, what happened? What changed? Why? You know, it's, I've, you you never heard like last time I could think about this, something like this was Steven Jackson, like, in 2009, wanting out from the Warriors mm-hmm. and mentioned it during camp. Like, it, it, this isn't typical. It's a weird situation. And at this point, too, like, the GMs of every team were kind of, like, proud of the team they have. They don't usually make changes until, like, January. So it's a tough position for the franchise to be in. I mean, yes, he's a talented player, but when's the last time you saw a trade in October? Yeah, yeah right. It, it, it happens here and there, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think wasn't Westbrook traded like in October? But it's it doesn't happen too often. I mean, we could probably count on one hand how many trades were made in October, and we're not even in October yet. 
or September for that matter, over the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Mark J. Spears from ESPN and Anscape, our guest. Uh, before we let you go, look, people usually judge the future. And of I got the team. a couple more minutes, man. I'm just sipping my coffee. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, there seems to be this belief, and I don't think it's accurate. It's good but... coffee, too, by the way. I make it myself. I grind my own beans. I don't have to go to Starbucks. I go to Mark Bucks. You know, Mark, Bucks. Mark Bucks. Mark Bucks. <laughs> You're taking that seriously. Or I, I, I like a buck because yeah. I make it myself. <laughs> um, with the way the Suns bowed out of the playoffs last year, uh, you know, going down in Game Six and the disaster in Game Seven against Dallas, there seems to be an assumption. I don't think it's fair that okay, the Suns are done. Their time at the top of the Western Conference is done. Now, I will say, going back with largely the same roster is pretty interesting. And with all the improvement we're seeing in Western Conference teams, and I know it's early, Mark, but. How do you sum up the Suns and their pecking order in the Western Conference going into this year? Oh, man, I ain't counting them out. No, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah, man. They're a problem. They're, they're, because they've tasted what it's like to go to the final, and then now you respect it even more because you came really short. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting them to come out angry. And they're, they're certainly capable of being back. And I think everybody knows that in the NBA. But um, to me, if, if you don't think about them in that way, you're, you're, you're kind of sleeping on them. Like, playoffs are about matchup. They they went into the playoffs, and I think perhaps it's not talked about well enough. They weren't playing good at the end of the regular season. And oftentimes the way you play at the end, end of the regular season is what carries on into the playoffs. So, like, they were much better than that Pelicans team. It shouldn't have been that that tight. It would be different with Zion, but it shouldn't have been that tight. They just weren't weren't playing well. I think Chris had some some health issues that I don't know if he's really let on how much he had. And so that's always kind of been something that's just been Chris, – Chris's biggest opponent has been injuries, yes. right? Yep. His whole career. And so you need Chris to be healthy. But the one thing, despite maybe some of the tough pill that DeAndre had to swallow about his contract, like everybody's under contract now. So there, there is no contract issue. Uh, the Sarver situation's hopefully away soon. And they could just focus on basketball. So this is, to me, a very, very dangerous team. I, I, am, I am not sleeping on the Suns in the least. Mark, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for coming on the uh, show. Thank you, Mark. (laughs)